0: All right, just like the Redskins, we're back, baby, right?
1: We're back. We back. Uh,
0: who's more back, us or the actual Redskins? Do you Ooh. have any faith in today's uh, win, or is this some sort of hollow victory? I mean, on, on paper, it looks pretty impressive. I got to yeah. say I was otherwise occupied today uh, for on most film, of the game. film, it looked pretty impressive,
1: yeah. I mean, I, uh, huge, huge grain of salt, boulder of salt, because Saints are kind of a disaster, apparently. I mean, I guess they came in at, what, four and five? Not terrible, yeah so like they were kind of like i I actually thought ahead of time that this is this is another pretty big um you know i I tweeted something like last week, going into the Patriots, like everyone knew what was gonna happen there. That game almost didn't really matter, right. I thought this game was really like a useful measuring stick because you got a team that's kind of like probably pretty close to us in terms of overall you know competence um uh, different strengths and weaknesses, but like a good marker how do we how do we stack up against? a team with a really good head coach, a really good quarterback who's also kind of like fighting for their lives. Right. Um and and so yeah, like it was I I think you got to put some stock in it. I mean, it, it obviously a lot of that happened because the the because the Saints are kind of like just especially on defense, they're they're pretty pathetic right now, but um you know, I thought all three phases in terms of the Redskins offense, defense, special teams, all three phases one and one pretty convinced convincingly so yeah to me that's uh that's that's a quality win
0: and then correct me if I'm wrong uh every other team in the division lost today mm-hmm. and you're still like not only kinda relevant but like almost very relevant in that division right
1: yeah totally relevant yeah I
0: mean is that I mean I'm not trying to even be funny on this but the NFC East is like seriously cruising for a seven and nine champion
1: oh absolutely possible at yeah. this at
0: this point like nobody yep. should feel like they're out of it especially I mean looking uh, I mean, they, they, yeah, we've seen other teams do that in in recent years. Uh,
1: yeah, uh, Dallas is two and seven, so it's pretty grim for them. But even they're not like eliminated, not yet.
0: out out. Yeah, what, yeah. Uh, what 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 was most impressive today? And, and to get to, to completely simplify it, <clears throat> offense or defense? Although I know special um, teams was good too. I know they were. Think, just cranking field goals yeah, too.
1: It, 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 it's actually hard to, to call that. Um, but you know, I'll choose one that the offense put up. How many? Forty-seven points. I mean, yeah. I have to go with the offense, even though again, it's a lot like of Saints, points. Yeah, the Saints. That defense, you could tell. I mean, a lot of plays. For example, Matt Jones had a really sweet um, catch and run for yep, seventy-seven I saw that. yards. That was, yeah, that, that play was, was, was awesome. Finest. But like the Saints kind of gave up on that. So yeah. I mean, they, they they gave us a lot uh, a lot of gifts. Um, but but I'm I'm more impressed with the Redskins because they knew they were going to have to. You know, it was it was pretty much bound to be a shootout. And they they outshot, you know. I mean, it was that that was the uh, offense really really um, hung a crooked number up there.
0: All right, and because you always got to talk about the quarterback win or loss. Uh, I mean, Mr. Captain Kirk throwing for four TDs. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Did he have interceptions? I don't even know. But uh, he threw
1: a couple balls that could have been, but no, he had no interceptions. He was he did not much that was spectacular. He didn't have to do much, but he was near perfect.
0: Yeah. Uh, and, did it, uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I hate to go game to game on just what you think of him, but, uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, but it, I get, was he, was he barking at anybody after the game? I guess more importantly, <laughs> no, they, did they, you uh, like that? Did you like the Florida <laughs> TD game?
1: He kind of alluded to it and he was, he was obviously happy. He didn't do anything crazy, but
0: that's good. You got, you got to kind of joke at it, especially, I mean, I'll tell you what, I, 27, 10 to the Patriots is certainly not a hang your head loss, right?
1: Right. No, I mean. Well, I mean, not, it kind of was. They, they were back, pretty. It's not back a to lot about of, wins, a lot of a lot of errors, you know. But uh it wasn't his fault last week. He was, you know, he was fine.
0: Yeah. Um. And what what else was impressive, uh, f- for you in this game in particular? It was. I mean, well, beat that 47-14. That's a beat down all around.
1: Right. You got to say something about the defense because the Saints were, I think, possibly the highest scoring offense coming in, and um, oh yeah, you know, after yep. yeah, in the first first quarter it was like, you know, those first couple of – was it – I don't know, it might have been touchdowns on the four, first four drives of the game. It was just like back and forth. It was 14-14, and it looked like the scoreboard was going to blow up. But um, after the first quarter of the Redskins defense, I, I don't know what it was, but they figured something out. They started getting a little more pressure, and the, uh, the secondary got it together. The, the, the Saints weren't their usual selves. They had a couple key drops. Um, uh, but then the third quarter where the Redskins had kind of like famously been terrible for a long stretch in this season – Um, they came out looking pretty good in the Saints first drive. Uh, they had a third and one and a fourth and one that the Redskins stuffed and then they went down and scored. So like, that was, that was pretty sweet.
0: Interesting. Uh, how did you spend the bye week? (laughs)
1: Uh, I went to uh, Orlando for a work conference for a few nights, but I've been sick. I had a terrible upper respiratory infection. I'm trying to get over.
0: That's no good. You couldn't get healthy on the bye week.
1: Mm-mm. No, you, couldn't use it. I'm just trying to get my Ryan Kerrigan on and dig deep and deliver this podcast. Man. Would you?
0: Uh, would did did you take your family down to Orlando? Or was it a was it a solo trip?
1: Yeah, I went I went for work, but brought the fam, and they they got to hang out and do some Disney stuff.
0: They hit the did you hit the Disney?
1: Mm-mm, no, they actually didn't go to the park either. We were just kind of in the vicinity.
0: Well, how do you what, what does do Disney stuff mean? Well, we were at a we were at a good. You a let good... them look at it from outside the fence. Hey, kids, there it is. You're this close. You're th- you're almost there.
1: What what is doing Disney? You're gonna bring out a fit.
0: What what is doing Disney stuff? We
1: were at a we were at a ho- very nearby hotel with like a lot of Disney themed stuff going on, and they got to enjoy the accommodation.
0: Just cheap it out and tell your kid this is Disney. They're like running around the lobby. They, get, they were at
1: Disney earlier in the year. They're man. gonna Those see some cardboard cutouts. You're like,
0: look, it's Mickey Mouse. <laughs> yeah, how old are your kids?
1: Six and three.
0: Uh yeah, yeah. three. You can't fully appreciate Disney. Oh, you, they
1: just did. They both just did Disney earlier this year, literally a few months ago.
0: Even even more t- t- uh, tantalizing. Now that they know exactly. what though it's there. Like, oh, remember yeah. when we were there? Disney. Remember when we went to Orlando, we went to Disney. This time we're going, and we're not going to Disney. <laughs> like,
1: Man, my kids have had plenty of Disney. Uh, they did the <laughs> Princess Castle, the boutique. They got the whole nine yards.
0: Um, what about, have they done, like, Star Wars? Are, are you getting them into that? Nah, That's becoming Disney not. now. You know they're Disney's going to do a whole Star Wars land.
1: I'm not really that into that.
0: You need to get into that. I guess. Anyway. Um, all right. Let's talk some broader topics. And we kind of cruised through the mid season with the bye week there. So look, we're going to yeah. bundle it all in one. Uh, and let's... Uh, Let's give out your midseason awards, uh, and we'll just name the awards. First of all, one okay. that you didn't even like prep for. But who's your midseason MVP?
1: Um, for the
0: Redskins, not for the league. Everyone knows that's Cam Newton.
1: Yeah, uh, it's kind of tough. I, I, I'd like to be creative uh, here, but like, I don't know. I, I think you know, like all the beat guys did this. The popular choice, which I think I probably have to agree with was Jordan Reed actually. Ah, yeah.
0: Um, I hear his name he, a lot.
1: Yeah, he just it's a little weird cuz he actually missed two games, but he, he he's probably the one guy where uh, you know, his presence just makes the most profound di- difference in terms of likelihood of winning. So, yeah. um, he's a he changes the whole face of the offense. So, I think that's probably a fair choice.
0: All right. What uh what let's stay on the positives. What about your best surprise? At the uh, at the midseason mark,
1: Um, I think the the, there's two guys that have really uh, overachieved very pleasantly. Uh, My runner-up is Chris Baker, who's probably been uh, you know most most fans expected that he would be kind of a nice uh, role player on the on the defensive line because he's he's been a good player, but um, they they signed like some bigger name players at his position he's he he went on to just really answer the call and become probably the most disruptive defensive lineman this this far so um so he gets number two my uh my biggest most most impressive um surprise uh superstar of the of the season uh is morgan moses at right tackle because um not you know nobody really knew what what to expect from him out of last year he was not impressive as a rookie and then he had uh the Liz Frank injury, which is can be pretty pretty brutal for you know a three hundred and whatever pounder. But he he really rehabbed and came back from that completely healthy by the start of the season and has been a very good right tackle at a at a position where the Redskins have been bad for a long time. So that's he's my most pleasant surprise.
0: Yeah, and you want to throw in there because uh you're a UVA homer and that he also went there.
1: Go who's baby.
0: Uh and what do you know about a Liz Frank injury anyway? Uh, yeah, what would I know? No, I um in uh in my dream world, I have a uh, a uh, a female who can play the role of a like a parody sports doctor and can like <laughs> like can satire the way that 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 you know just talking about sports docs and other people talking about injuries and stuff, and we could do funny segments on it. And her name <laughs> would be Dr. Liz Frank. That's, it. That's, that's, that's one of the reasons it's got to be a female. It's a great name. For, you love that, don't you? That,
1: that's like um, on The Simpsons, uh, Edna Krabappel. <laughs>
0: yeah. you got to have a doctor. Uh, now, to talk about the most recent injury, Dr. Liz Frank. Um, and she, ha- she has to have studied for Dr. James Andrews at uh, Virginia. Um, all right. Uh, so that's all on the good side. What about... Uh, what about your most disappointing?
1: Um, I got I'm going to drop three names here with wow. wins, with one winner. Yeah. So I mean, Deshaun <laughs> okay, Jackson. Okay, that's is one cool. kind give of the
0: nominees. That's cool. <laughs> kind of, give me the nominees. Go go for it.
1: <laughs> so so um, Deshaun Jackson is one kind of by default um, yeah. because he's barely played. You could argue how much of that is his fault. He, he did not exactly heal at a supernatural rate from his hammy so um but you know he just his his impact has been minimal because he's barely played although he had a he had a nice 40-some yarder on the first possession today that really you know set the tone i think so that was cool maybe um, he'll be fresh
0: for the second half of the season but yeah no definitely nice, yeah. W- whether it's him or his injury it's been disappointing uh point yep, taken yep. um
1: number two uh, yeah fans aren't gonna like this because he's he's popular this is a new guy chris culver um, he, he came in with a lot of fanfare, Dude. not, not necessarily billed as a shutdown guy. So that's not what I was expecting. He brings a certain professionalism and like physicality. He is a willing tackler and he's, he's a decent player, but, um, he's also had this kind of somewhat mysterious knee injury. Cause we don't know exactly like where it came from and it wasn't like a ligament thing, but, um, he's had like the swollen knee that's obviously hampered him, but he's just been kind of a guy. And, um, He's been on the on this like in a lot of highlights for having like long plays thrown over his head and uh, <laughs> several times. <laughs> nice it, description. It,
0: he's it, been it, in it, a lot it, of highlights <laughs> for having long plays. It often looks like he's it.
1: getting posterized and and, and probably. <laughs> Uh, when, when it, you know, when like the breakdowns, most of them have actually suggested, oh, okay, he was supposed to have safety help and it didn't happen. So, you know, I, he hasn't been a total bust, but he just really hasn't. I mean, he hasn't had a lot of game-changing plays. I don't think he has a pick yet, and he dropped one that he probably should have had today. So, I'm a little disappointed with him. He signed a huge contract. I think he's just been kind of okay.
0: Well, that's disappointing to me because he's Garner Tough, and that's, that's right. he's from my my neck of the woods, and so that yeah. hurts to hear. But uh, but now you you speak the the truth, okay. Yeah. Yep.
1: Uh, and that, that was
0: only two, right? You still got yeah. another
1: one? And number one's going to anger a lot of fans, too, because he's a real fan favorite. But Keenan Robinson is kind of is, is inside linebacker. who, who um, He's a good player. He's rangy. He's got great size. He's fast. He's athletic. He's, he's, he makes some flash plays. This was the year that a lot of people thought, okay, it's his – his time he's had some other parts on this defense have been added. he's going to really like shine in a contract year and become kind of a household name. that just has not happened at all. He's missed a lot of tackles. He's been I don't think even average actually as an inside linebacker. He's had a kind of bad year. very disappointing. We thought he was going to really break out. Um, I, I suspect he'll probably be back with the Redskins, but he just um, he didn't take advantage of this chance to, uh, to really uh, shine.
0: Why is he a fan favorite?
1: Uh, he's he's a he's got a great you know intangibles are excellent. He's a very hard worker and because of his like he has all these measurables that make you hope and want him to turn into an outright stud. Right. You know he's, he's really tall. He's he's really strong. He's really fast. And every once in a while he makes an awesome play. Like he picked off Brady last week, which was awesome. And you know he'll make a like a huge tackle every once in a while. But he's just. He's been kind of like, you know, I mean, just first run and pass, he's been a little bit disappointing.
0: He's a good backup linebacker.
1: I think, you know, he should be starter caliber. He's just not, he's underachieving.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, and did you tell us of those three who was the most disappointing? Or was that in a, a sitting order? It's,
1: yeah, to me it's Keenan Robinson. I just, I thought he would be Oof. really big time, and I think he's been not even average.
0: Mm, interesting. Well, uh, I, I don't know if we should have started or, or finished with the uh, positive awards, but that's the way it went. So we'll we'll hey. we'll, uh, we'll end the award session on, on the down story yeah. for most disappointing. Um, all right, another thing, since it is mid season time, uh, let us let's revisit some of the things that we heard in the preseason. And for some yeah. of these, I'll throw you the topic, and you'll have to tell me sort of what the narrative okay. was.
1: Okay,
0: um, but. All right, just starting from the preseason. Obviously, because it was the Redskins, RG3 was a preseason topic. What was sort of the the line of talk from him at the preseason, and how has it turned out at midseason?
1: Well, for like the whole offseason, especially because I I think it was around the time of either the draft. No, I guess it was at the Combine, actually, when Gruden kind of surprised everyone by saying outright, RG3 is definitely our starter. There's not a competition. We're going to give him every all, all every resource all the support and every opportunity to keep the job all year um so so the off season narrative on him was kind of like we're fully behind him, we're exercising this his fifth year option um you know he is the man and that was that's a to- that one fell on its face. He, there, was, there was obviously, in retrospect, it's pretty clear that there was essentially a, a secret QB competition going on, or even if they didn't want to call it that. You know, they were clearly paying careful attention to how both quarterbacks were performing in, in uh, camp and uh, offseason practices. And uh, you know RG3 looked bad in preseason. He did have the concussion, and he lost the job. So the whole thing about we're going to totally support him no matter what and, and just give him every opportunity was not accurate.
0: All right, so you don't think if he doesn't get the concussion that that he wouldn't still be the starter?
1: I think that it, they it was convenient that it happened cuz it kind of gave them like this excuse almost to transition, but um it, I don't know what would have happened, but I think well, I think it's pretty clear that Gruden was happy for an opportunity to change.
0: Interesting. Okay. Uh all right, uh what about on the flip side of that conversation? uh once they once you knew you were going with Kirk Cousins what about this being yeah. a new Kirk Cousins a a Kirk Cousins who knows that the team is in his hands sort of from the beginning
1: right yeah so this this one's tricky and very interesting actually because uh you know the thing here was well we're we're going to you know uh, and we've we've touched on this before but like he he's he's had all this extra time in the offense. He did all this like brain training and he's a new guy and he's going to be able to persevere through adversity and he's just a, he's he's a new and better quarterback now. The first like month of the season this seemed pretty clearly wrong. He was th- still throwing a ton of interceptions and he just looked very similar to how he had last year. I'm starting to come around on this. The second month of the season He's looked better. I mean, he's clearly different. I think he's only got one interception in the last four games. Um he he he's thrived against not the strongest of competition, but he's a better quarterback. I I'm actually starting to buy this. He's he he's convincing me a little bit. I'm not all the way sold at all, but he's worked himself into uh, a, a an area where I think he's going to deserve a contract extension soon. I think the Redskins are going to be realizing here soon, if they haven't already, that he's likely their best option for 2016. So, um, so I've I've changed course a little bit on this. I think Newkirk turns out as he evolved over the season is a real thing.
0: So you do indeed like that. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, all right. What about uh, we talked about this before? Having a, a an identity as a team, physical, you can sort of be known as a a speed team, a team that'll kill your speed, a te- you know, uh, a, a strong team. What about the team, the Redskins' physical identity?
1: This one's a bust. They're not a physical team. They that that's harsh and maybe a little unfair. It's kind of a blanket statement, but they were supposed to be. Strong in the trenches, we may not win the division, we may not be the best team but McLuhan said several times after you've played the Redskins, you're going to know and remember that you played the Redskins because, you know, it's insinuating you're going to be bruised and battered Right. and they just have Tump not talk. been good in the trenches at all, they've actually been a, a terrible running team since the fir- second game and they've been terrible at stopping the runs since the second game, so um, that didn't fly, but They've managed to kind of cope and win a couple – you know, today actually, like we talked about, they were just firing on all cylinders. Right. The run game was way back and the passing game was razor sharp. But um, they've managed to like win a couple games in spite of those deficiencies. And, and I got to give a little bit of the credit uh, or a lot of it maybe to the coaching staff for figuring out how to win even when Cousins need to, needs to put it up a lot.
0: Yep. Yeah. Um, you talk about the in the trenches, offensive line. Do you think that uh... – the run game. Do they know who the starting running back is? I mean, is, is it definitely one of those guys or the other?
1: Uh, that you know, they, they're still saying that that the starter and the quote lead dog is Alfred Morris, who's right. been terrible up until today. Although he did go over a hundred today, which is nice to see because I love him. Um, the problems with the running game have been multifactorial. He's looked kind of tentative and bad, and Matt Jones turns the ball over, and the offensive That's, line has just been a little bit inconsistent. I, I think personally, right now, Matt Jones is is the more dangerous back, but um, you know, Morris started today and he looked good against a bad defense, so it, I, it's it's a pretty clear tandem situation.
0: Is Jones? Uh, is Jones' biggest problem is is fumbleitis?
1: Yeah, he also doesn't always make the right decision and hit the right hole and and that, you know, maybe will get better because he's a rookie. So I I think there's reason to think he'll um even improve, but uh he's he's definitely been the big play guy. He was today and he, of the two, he's definitely been the big play guy all season.
0: When you watch the film on second take, does he pass block well?
1: <laughs> um yeah, Jones is a better pass blocking back than Morris. Really? Yeah. Okay, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. I would have thought the bad decision-making went with not He's as good big a blocker.
1: No, um, it's more like uh, yeah, he you does know, look just physical. patience and vision. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: all right, and all right, what about like how they did personnel-wise in the offseason, both mm-hmm. draft and free agency, that Yeah. playing so, out on the field? What, so what, the, yeah, what was supposed to happen? What is Right.
1: I would say I think most people would agree the narrative was that, that McLuhan slayed his first draft with the Redskins and that he had a very um, sensible, well thought out uh, free agency plan. Uh, so there was a lot of you know a lot of optimism and 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 confidence in both. I think that was um, totally accurate for the draft. His draft is looking great, even though a lot of people thought um, Brandon Sheriff was over drafted. I think he's a good player, and I, I got no problem with that pick now. Um, You know, Preston Smith has flashed a lot of ability. He's not quite putting it together yet, but I think he'll be a good pass rusher. Uh, Matt Jones has been a huge contributor and looks like he'll be the running back of the future. Jamison Crowder looks great. Kaishan Jarrett, who they got as kind of a utility defensive back in the sixth round out of Virginia Tech, has been awesome. He's, he's basically, he looks like he's eventually going to be a starter. So the draft was great. I'm all in on that. The free agency haul... Uh, I've been a little underwhelmed with Culliver was one of the guys he was one of the bigger name guys uh, we talked about go ahead
0: no no I was saying hater you, you just hate Culliver <laughs> my garden um,
1: it just hurts Terrence, Terrence Knighton uh, you know we had the whole thing with him I, I think he's been you know he's he's absorbed a lot of double teams and, and been an upgrade at nose tackle but not to the extent of his reputation and nickname and everything. Uh, not the um, boy that
0: was beefing with uh, with you on Twitter?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> better watch and, you out, know, dude.
1: Did you see he missed? He, he had this kind of scary thing he missed last week because he's got these cluster headaches. Ah, that's uh, no good. Which apparently are just brutal. So uh, that one wasn't his fault, but he played today. And I mean, he, he's an okay player, but I, I don't think he's lived up to the hype. Um, In
0: your defense, your tweet was not. Your tweet didn't even say the Redskins should not re-sign him. It was right. if he's looking for a big raise, I don't think it will be here. Right. That's pretty soft
1: exactly. as it goes for criticism. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you.
0: But uh, but yeah, but uh,
1: it, 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 oh,
0: always kind of uh, f- funny when a player takes note.
1: I appreciated it. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, the other some of the other big signings were Stephen Paya, who's actually been pretty good, but not getting a ton of playing time. Um, Ricky Jean Francois has been like okay. He wasn't expected to be a, a, a starter or a stud anyway. But um, so you know, and then and the, the other one that um, uh, is is um, easy to forget is uh, Junior Gallette, who's uh, the high profile pass rusher who came in with all this baggage. You know, he had, there was this video. You remember that the the, the the dude that was swinging a belt and hit somebody a couple of years ago, and the Saints had cut him. Nice. Um, no, I didn't anyway, But yes, he, he was looking right. awesome in preseason, and he tore his Achilles. So yeah. that that was uh, that one as a free agent uh, acquisition kind of fell into their laps because he became available unexpectedly, and he may have been a big impact player for this team. I think he actually probably would have, and we didn't get to see it. So that's you know that was not on McLuhan. but I think overall the the free agent hall has been a little bit underwhelming.
0: And how many points do you downgrade him for letting? Uh... Uh, per- perennial Pro Bowler Ryan Delaire slip uh, off the practice squad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that one just keeps me awake at night.
0: He's he is. I'll, I'll say this. He's calm. Is he down. playing? Is he playing? He's, he's 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 calmed down off his pace of you know two sacks a game that he started out a couple mm-hmm. games. <clears throat> I Imagine think maybe,
1: that.
0: I think maybe we're letting um, Jared Allen just wear the tread off his tires in the regular season and saving <laughs> Delaire for fresh legs. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, at this point, we're just, the Panthers are just playing for a postseason position, so. I think they're keeping D'Leir fresh, but now he's he's cooled a little bit in his stats. So, um, all right, after the uh, the off season, what about into the season? Uh, a winning mentality. What was expected sort of from this team preseason, and uh, how's that playing out as far as a team that thinks they can win?
1: Yeah, so this is the last one. I thought there was a big a big narrative coming to the season when McLuhan's first year was was that he's gonna you know they may not they may not be an awesome team this year, but he's gonna uh, you know do do all this to change the culture and to bring this. Win this winner's mentality, uh, which has been lacking for so long with the Redskins. I'm going to give them a thumbs up on this. They've, you know, they're they're four and five, so they're not world beaters. But um, they, uh, sorry, are, are they four and five? Yeah, right. So how did I forget yeah, yeah, what, what a record is? Yeah, yeah. Cut that part out. Lately, that makes me look dumb. What? They're You're um, right. <laughs> they're four. They're four and five now. Um, but you know, they've. Um, Aside from really laying that egg, way, I'm definitely uh, living that egg. Go, go ahead. <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, aside from from really looking horrible um, in New England uh, after after that, like you know, totally exciting uh, historic comeback um, at home against the Bucks, they've they've you know shown uh, like an ability to bounce back and not have long losing streaks and um, you know win a game like today where it, it certainly you know wasn't. Uh, wasn't really anybody's expectation, or at least they weren't, you know, wildly fa- favored or anything. I think that that that, that this is this is uh, this one is panning out that they have clearly more of a winner's mentality than they have in recent memory. I think a lot of it is definitely McLuhan's influence and these sort of like leader type guys, including your Garner boy Culliver, um, that are in the locker room now, and basically just not putting up with that, you know, pathetic bullcrap from previous seasons.
0: He's a winner, baby. He's a winner. Don't worry yeah. about him. All right. um, All right. That is a a good rundown of of the preseason narratives, according to Burgundy Blog. Uh, All right. Let's uh, quickly look ahead to next week's games. When the Redskins, as I look at the schedule, they take on a team named the Carolina Panthers. Do you know anything about them? Mm -hmm. Uh, What have you heard? Lay it on me. Uh. You know, they're undefeated, baby. Undefeated. <laughs> they, and the Patriots barely snuck into they, the undefeated. I know category. they've
1: got they've got this arrogant quarterback with with just frightening intangibles.
0: Uh he is he is arrogant. Um get ready for him, because I hate it when people act like surprised when he does it. Every time he runs for a first down, he's gonna do a first down signal. Mm-hmm. He's actually added a little flair. I think the kids are calling it a dab that he does with it. And then one of the uh. Titans dudes stepped to him today when he started dancing after doing a, uh, a touchdown run, and just basically was just he wasn't gonna like hit him or anything, but he was just like, dude, stop, stop! And just got in his face kind of.
1: <laughs> I was so, kind of just joking. I mean, I don't even my my perception is that 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 whole arrogant thing is overblown. I was sort of you know joking about it, but what do you think? I mean, it is a
0: little bit. He, here's here's my best uh, comparison. He's not. Tom Brady, he's not Aaron Rodgers in demeanor, and if you prefer that kind of demeanor, then then you're right. not going to like him. But I don't think you can love Brett Favre and the way he played the game and hate what Cam Newton right. does. It looks yeah. a little bit different, but Favre would do a you know, yeah. woohoo, you know, after scoring a big touchdown and you know, I, I'm not saying that he definitely did this, but you can picture him shooting some guns or some, run, I mean, some running around the field a little bit like a little boy, you know. And I think that's mm-hmm. if, if if you like that. I don't think you can really hate Cam too much, especially when he is backing up with winning and backing it up with pretty much spotless record mm-hmm. off-field. I mean, yeah. not not everybody's loved every one of his comments, but he's also made clear he's almost like a Yogi Berra type. He's got a lot of like, like misquotes. He tries to use cliches and kind of mixes mm-hmm. them up. Not that he's a not-bright not, not bright guy. I think he is yeah. smart. I think he's like reading the game very well. He just sometimes gets jumbled up and using those things, and it's kind of funny. So... So anybody who's held him to any comment, it's like, man, you know, he clearly doesn't always know the magnitude of every word he says. You know, he Mm -hmm. just sort of – but –
1: I like him a lot from afar. I mean, I've coveted him. I would love to have him as the Redskins quarterback. Yeah,
0: and just physically – if I had an MVP vote going into this week, it would be for Tom Brady. I mean, his stats are are pretty impeccable. Mm -hmm. But I think just people underplay – every time I hear um, people say, Tom Brady doesn't have a running game, I'm like – Cam Newton is the right. running game, yeah. like wow. both yeah. both when he runs and w- how he creates the defense. You know, zone reads to give to Stewart, who's a good back. Stewart's I think he's a, a good a good back. Yeah. I think he's above average. But like, if you should would have seen today, and and they got beat up today. Today would have given the Redskins sort of some. Uh, they'll definitely be watching the film if you get a mm-hmm. chance. I don't know how much you get NFL Network, but if they do like the thirty minute review, you a oh, lot yeah. of blitzing got to uh um because they definitely don't have great uh wide receivers so all right before i just ramble on about any old i
1: want you Pan- to you're my, no, no, pa- know, you're my panthers but, but,
0: intel but i can ramble on any panthers thing so what specifically <laughs> would be like of interest to you and redskins fans going into this game
1: well you know um we know about like keekley and and josh norman but like what how, how, what what should we expect from this defense and his cousin's going to be able to put up big numbers again
0: um, I, I'd be, uh, no, I would not expect cousins to put up big numbers. They've held a lot of good quarterbacks to, to not good numbers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Mariota, they, they had some offense going today. They, I mean, the the defense has been near perfect. I, 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 I'm afraid if I try and like just gush on them, it, it'll sound dumb. But, uh, yeah. the, the pass rush has been sort of the most inconsistent, uh, at times it's been great, but it's been, it's, it's gone away at times. Definitely too. um, linebackers i feel i feel like uh, are becoming less important in today's game they're almost like running backs on the other side but when you got excellent ones it's almost like having an excellent running back and so that that is sort of what the the Panthers are enjoying is
1: Keekly healthy
0: uh yeah for the for the most part he plays really hard but he's he's playing it uh you know at this point probably 95 percent. he had a concussion and they left right. him out a game maybe even two games because they got off to such a good start in the bye week came early so mm-hmm. they gave him a good like four weeks off of a concussion that wasn't like a knock you out for for a long time concussion yeah. so um he's 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 pretty healthy uh And then, yeah, I mean, uh, Charles Tillman is the guy that you want to throw at more than Josh Norman, obviously, but um, I think a power running game is is the way to go. That's the other thing about the Panthers is that their offense isn't impressive, but if you look at the points they put up, you know, every game it's close to 30. I mean, I don't don't think they're leading the league. I think the Patriots are still leading the league in points scored, but I think the the Panthers are top five, so... Um, Yeah, I'd say
1: is, is there is there what's what's the team's, you know, biggest weakness? What's what are the Redskins going to have to attack if they're going to pull off the upset?
0: Yeah, I'd go power running game. Um, you know, a, a lot like the, the the uh I'm trying to think of what what I would do on defense. I'd blitz Cam and make him sort of beat you downfield because, you know, risk risk that you'll give up an 80-yard touchdown getting beat over the top because there's a one-in-three chance that the dude's going to drop it even if he's wide open. And that's not being critical. <laughs> they, they've been playing better. Like, Funchess is a rookie. And wh- whenever you see a rookie on an upward swing, you like to yeah. think that it's going to continue. Ginn's always going to be inconsistent. Yeah. And Kochery just is is basically like a second tight
1: end at this it's point. It's amazing that offense is so functional with Benjamin, down. The other thing
0: is, I could, th- and this happens today. How about Greg Olson? And, uh, yeah, I was just about to hit on him. I hope I, I, oh, we should we should do a whole segment today. This this one's running a little long because we uh, we're catching up on a bunch of stuff. But we should do a segment when we talk about Fox announcers because we both get a lot of the <laughs> of, of Fox announcers. Which one you like? Yeah. I love the Charles Davis team today, but they were right on when they were like, "How do you yeah? You know, how do you come into a game knowing that Greg Olson is far and away the superior pass catching?" Uh, Option and he was just roaming free in the first quarter. They they scored their first two touchdown drives. It looked like they were the undefeated team that was going to roll over the the you know inferior team. And yeah. after that, they covered him a little bit better. So, yeah, the, the, the Patriots always do something that I feel like is such a dumb move. It's like, all right, whatever your headline move is, we're going to try and take that, that away. away. If it's yeah. your running back, we're stacking the box. If it's your freaking tight end, there was those years where Breeze to Jimmy Graham was the best thing, mm-hmm. and they would shut down the Saints by shutting that down. So, if the Patriots were playing the 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 Panthers, I would guess they would, you know, either put a defensive back on Greg Olson or figure out some way to to really. Go at him. So I would do that if I were the Redskins for sure.
1: Yeah, I think he'll be a big, big central figure in the in the game. The Redskins historically have trouble with tight ends, and the guy we were talking about, Keenan Robinson, was kind of like well, part of the the really you know um, big big hopes and dreams that fans have had for him is that he is this this big, tall, athletic inside backer who maybe could match up Can with range. stud yep. tight ends. And he, I mean, I, he'll probably. I hope he'll. Had that job, but I mean, he he didn't play today. By the way, he was inactive. Will Compton played for him, so he's um he's got some kind of shoulder injury or something. I don't even know if he'll play, but I think they'd like to have him and and use him against um, uh, Greg Olson because their other linebackers are not that. Uh, Compton's okay in coverage, but he's not physically that imposing. Perry Riley is a complete liability in coverage, except today it's been kind of like the The running joke was he was he had two sensational plays in coverage today, including ridiculous one-handed interception. Um, that was kind of like, well, everything, anything's possible if if Perry Riley can make a ridiculous sideline one-handed interception. But um, I think Greg Olson is in good position to have a huge game, so I'm worried about him.
0: Well, then, yeah, that that's something that if they're smart, they'll be game planning for. And I don't know what you do as far as Cam goes. I think, like I said, based more on. I have more more confidence in Cam's passing ability but based more on the the way the team's made up I think you're better off sort of Um, uh, forcing him to throw, forcing the wide receivers to make plays rather than forcing Cam to make plays either Mm -hmm. running or sort of scrambling and finding somebody open. So, you know, maybe take some chances and and see if he can beat you long. And if he does, you know, it's one of those things where, yeah, it's like a basketball player who's sort of hitting his shots. If he's doing it, he's probably going to be pretty on. But that that's where I would uh, try and force him to go. So I'll tell you, I I thought today was going to be a tough game. I think the Panthers sort of. Uh, uh, had a run of of tougher opponents, the Seahawks, the Packers, where they kind of proved themselves in some people's eyes. And I was afraid of today being a letdown game. And now, like I said, especially after the way the Redskins played today, I'm, uh, you know, it, it, you almost don't want the, the pressure being undefeated. I, I don't think there's a chance that the Panthers go undefeated. And so, therefore, you're just looking for... You, you know, I just, I mean, the schedule
1: is not impossible. I know, but,
0: well, but it's just the way the NFL is. It's just, the, the, you know, the probability of winning eight straight games yeah. against evenly matched opponents are, it's just difficult, you know. And so... Um, it's just sort of a matter of when the loss is going to come, you know, and so I, I see no reason why the, the, the Redskins couldn't give a tough challenge. Panthers have done a great job in the turnover battle too, so you mm-hmm. know that, that's all an, an old cliche of winning that. Oh, They're, I want to hit
1: on this real quick. I'm sure I'm sure you've seen this 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 uh, this Panthers meme. I don't know if it's still alive, but this thing from a couple of weeks ago when they were when 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 the, the the funny thing was to post about how the Panthers were six and one. Right. You've wait, seen it, right?
0: Wait, the Panthers were no,
1: the Panthers yeah. were six and one. No, I know they're not. That's what I'm saying. I I read about this on like USA Today or something. No, like. I don't I know it was, about this. What is was, this? Oh man, well this is a, this is falling flat then. But no, I no, thought no, it no, was do, hilarious. Do explain it to me. We I read about this. it on four. I think it was on For The win. There was this thing on like Panthers message boards and stuff like that, where people were posting like graphics about being so excited that the Panthers were six and one, but they were seven and zero, oh. and. But but it was, like, the funny thing to say that they were 6-1 because, like, like this, you know, type A nerdy fans who weren't in on the meme were like, hey, no, stop it. Seriously, we're undefeated. <laughs> but there was, like, all these, like, you know, uh, sad Jordan face, you know, pictures about right. uh, when the Panthers finally lose their next game and they'll have that sad second loss. <laughs> I, mean, I thought it was completely bizarre and nonsensical, but some of them were hilarious.
0: All right, you're right. That might have fallen flat. I might have to leave that off. But
1: uh, man, kill like, it. I thought for sure you would have seen that.
0: No, that that was the nerd Panthers fans. I was hanging out with the cool Panthers fans. All right, all right. I, don't, I don't play. I don't play with those fans.
1: Uh, <laughs> Google it though. It was funny.
0: All right, do we want to put something on the game? Your team versus my team.
1: Ooh, I hadn't thought about that. Do you have something funny? Um, what like a do something dumb if you lose?
0: Yeah, well, I guess for podcasts our options are limited, and I mean yeah. that we could talk about how we like perform something else. But like, what about if we have to like sing on the podcast? Okay, like I we could pick like a DC song versus a North Carolina song or something.
1: Okay, yeah, I'm into that. All right, so
0: loser has to sing the other one's song of choice. Word. All right, that'll work. We'll see how it plays out. Um, but uh, for this week, the Redskins are victorious to so celebrate the win 4 and 5 and uh like I said still very relevant in the uh, NFC East. All right, we'll uh, we'll do it again next week man.
1: Nice. All right, next week will be an epic one. It
0: will be. We'll have a lot to break down. All right, thanks.
1: Later. Later.